Thank you for listening to this episode of Courtside Indiana Podcast. Please hit the subscribe or add button on your podcast app to get them delivered straight to your phone, tablet, or desktop. As always, we'd appreciate our rating and review. And you can reach us directly on our Courtside Indiana Twitter at CourtsideIND. Welcome to Courtside Indiana Podcast. This is Jim Reamer. We're recording episode 188. Got the quadcast back. The gang's back together. Zach is here. Going to tell us about girls' soccer. Hopefully. <laughs> Dominique's here and Kyler's here. Kyler, you were in Phoenix? I was. Got back nice. yesterday. Good nice. Good weekend. Was got a good weekend? Some good ball. Yeah, good season, good basketball. She got to watch basketball. That's good. I did, did. I I killed two two birds with one stone there. I got to watch a bunch of basketball and got to see my best friend. So um, it was good, good, good weekend. Wasn't like Nashville where (laughs) we were just waiting for that, weren't we? You may or may not remember the weekend at all. (laughs) Not even sure if you went. (laughs) <laughs> I remember the weekend. I remember was it? 90%. <laughs> You're like, gee, I don't know. The odometer seems to think we went down there, but. <laughs> I don't remember, but. That's all right. Yeah, one, I've had, one I've had a couple we'll, of fun weekends. One day we'll do a live broadcast from Nippers and you guys can make fun of me, so. <laughs> big, big day recruiting. Do we, do we have a topic otherwise? Run and slam preview. Are we ready for that? We don't know the schedule yet. Mm. Uh, I'm not. I'm not ready. No. Yeah, we're scheduled out tomorrow night. Yeah. We don't, we don't need to do an emergency pod, but it's it's funny the the first two week or the first weekend, at least that I was out. You know, an event where it's ninety percent Indiana teams, <laughs> way more hectic than the last two weekends where there's just like. Six teams from Indiana in it, and uh, a lot easier to cover these last two open periods, just because you know not there are way more teams from out of state this weekend. It's just wall to wall Indiana teams. I mean, obviously there's teams from out of state as well, but there's going to be so many teams up here. I know I'm going to target about a handful that I haven't seen yet. Um. But yeah, just these last two weeks are almost been a little, a little bit easier, even though even though the stakes were bigger for the teams and the stakes were bigger for the players, a little bit easier on my end. Probably some sometimes is that how it was for you, Kyler? You've only got really yeah, a, I, I, a few people you're targeted because of because of your IU yeah. deal. Yeah, I would say that I, I was actually just thinking about that over the weekend. You know. Um, it's better to, you know, I can schedule, you know, what games I'm going to watch, the like what players I need to watch and everything. So it makes it a little bit easier whether, you know, with prep hoops, it's just kind of everybody. So it gets a little hectic at times. But um, I would say it's definitely easier, you know, the IU route, you know, just watching one player at a time. Yeah. I mean, we, I wrote 44 valuations this weekend. And I would Ooh. say m- most of them are longer 
there's a few one-liners in there. But that first week in the Indie Ball weekend, I wrote 70, what was it, 73 or 74 valuations. Yeah, you were busy. And then the last two weeks, I think I've equaled what I did the first week. So this week, it'll probably be closer to that 70 number. You know, also depending on who stands out. And sometimes you just don't want to watch one team too many times because then it's just there's not enough change from from one viewing to another for it to really matter. Yeah, okay, good. He played well again this weekend. So But Zach's gonna get us caught up in recruiting. A lot of action today. Yes, lots of action. Oh, Zach was asleep ready. for a minute. Oh, no. Nope, just waiting. Waiting for my cue. All right. Lots of action today. Commits, offers. Um, Not necessarily today, but this last week also. Uh, I'll just start from the top. Camille Chandler from Garen Catholic committed to Franklin. Kellen Pickett, 2025 from Blackhawk Christian, got a Central Florida offer. Joe Smith from Penn is going to DePaul. Xavier Robinson, a 2025 from Lawrence North, got a Northern Illinois offer and also picked up a Oklahoma State offer. Jalen Harrelson, 2025 from Fishers. Everybody knows him now. Wisconsin offer. Um, we had a commitment to Huntington from a 2024. Taden Metzger from Fishers, guard. Trent Sicily was busy today. He had three offers, Northwestern, Wisconsin, and West Virginia. Ethan Hinton from Newcastle 2023 is going to U Indy. He's a guard. Uh, Blake Herdes? Herdes? Thank you. Sorry, Blake. Blake Herdes from Evansville Central is heading to Wabash. Uh, Jackson McGee, 2024 guard from Leo, is go. Or, I'm sorry, not going anywhere. Did not commit. Just a Goshen offer. Sorry. <laughs> um, I'll Breaking news for now because those are important. I think uh, Robert Davidson, Rob Davidson from Bishop Shatar going to Anderson. <clears throat> Joey Garwood from Penn is going to Concordia in Michigan. Uh, oh, I missed Xavier Robinson's TCU offer also. Sorry, Xavier. Uh, then we have Elhaj Diallo from Brownsburg committed to Marion. Divine Adianju. Is going yep. to DePaul. He's from West Lafayette. And then uh, I think a couple important offers, Jalen Harrelson and Trent Sisley all, both got offered by Notre Dame. I think that could be interesting moving forward. Yeah. And then the one we got truncated because I had to do it on my iPad this week, Braylon Mullins from uh, Greenfield yes. Central was offered by Miami of Ohio. And you got the Xavier Robinson, Northern Illinois one. Yep, okay. So we're good. We got all of them in there. Uh, Tate Metzger, is that the earliest the kids committed to an NAI school? Could be. It has to be. Pretty early. I mean, we have we have talked a lot about how much more aggressive Crossroads League's teams have been recruiting kids. And, you know, here it pays off. And it's, you know, Huntington. Huntington likes them some shooters, man. They, they got them a little hoodie beagle. They got some other dudes coming in there. And then Metzger, one of the better shooters in the class of 2024 for sure. 
Um, but that's pretty early. And, you know, good for good for both parties. I mean, it's, you know, Huntington's not exactly, you know, they're not sitting back and waiting around. Let's just get stuff done, man. That's, that's a good pickup for them. Have to. Hurtis, was that basketball? Have to with his mate. Yeah, yep. Was that, that was confirmed right? it's basketball? That's what looked like the graphic was. Okay. He's a three-sport guy and pretty good at all three of them. Um, How about the UND commit from Newcastle? Walk on. That's okay. Walk on. And then I like the I like the Kellen Pickett offer from Central Florida. Obviously, they got a front row look at him at the state finals. Yes, they did. And then he he had a good weekend uh, in the EYBL in the second session there this weekend in Phoenix. Um, compared to the you know the first session, I think he was just kind of getting. Getting his feet wet a little bit, getting used to playing at that level. Uh, I know last year he played with a local Fort Wayne team, but now it looks like he he, uh, he had a good weekend. Uh, had a eleven a point eleven rebound game, a couple other eleven point double digit games. So I think he's starting to settle in on that sixteen and under team. How many offers does he have so far? That's it. I think that's only one. I was, I was, I was yeah. thinking that. Yeah, that's that's the first one. Well, he hadn't gotten any. Nothing came after the state finals, which to me is just shocking. Very. I don't. I don't care what your. I don't. Anybody that was at that game, I look. I get it. If you're a high major, you're not. I mean, Central Florida now is a high major. They're in a Power Five conference. Right. They're in the Big Twelve now. Or however many number of teams there are in the Big Twelve. Um. But. No ball state, nothing. No ball nothing state, no Indiana state, no IUPUI, no PFW, no PFW, no Wright state. Those teams were there too, weren't they? Wright state, weren't yeah, they at the state? They finals? were all ball sitting state. right next to each other. <laughs> I mean, I'd had that offer out before we left the building. Because you you just never know with stuff like this. Again, you sometimes, and and maybe they think that. Look, I I contend that most kids commit to schools that recruit them the earliest, at whatever level they end up settling in. So let's say in this case we're talking about a mid major. You know, if he ends up going to a mid major that would have been an ideal time for those schools to step up, you know, and he would have, he would have remembered, he would have remembered, you know, and those guys were first and, you know, those guys were building the relationship the longest and, and sure there's times where high majors step in and, and snatch a kid up. But, but sometimes too, you get situations where high majors dip out, high majors make offers that aren't actionable which that's a garbage way to handle things. Um, and not all schools do that. I would say at this point it's 50-50. Schools make offers just kind of like placeholders. But, yeah, I would have I would have been a little bit more aggressive with this one just because I think this kid's – I mean, I don't think he's 
I mean, he's not sky's the limit ceiling wise, but he definitely has a pretty good ceiling to his game. You know, what if he what if he figures settles in on a jump shot like the 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 cook kid from Illinois that's going to Iowa? I mean, here we are a year later, a year after he gets that offer, and a year after he, you know, and a, and a time after he's already committed, he shows up this spring and he, he's just bombing threes. You know, Pickett looks like a pretty good shooter in the making, uh, and and that that would spell that he is going to be a high major kid. But still, I I'd, I'd want to be aggressive. That would be my take on that. Are him and Cecily pretty comparable? In your opinion, Jim? I, I think Blake's more physical. Trent. I think I Trent. think Blake. I think Blake. Trent. Trent. Yeah, I'm sorry. I looked up and I saw Hurtis's name and it, it triggered oh, Trent's boy. brother's name. Yeah, I, Trent is Cicely's more physical. And he's I mean he's stronger. Um and he uses it well. Uh and I that's something that I think Pickett's got to get used to being more of. Um, but, you know, Sisley was also more put together coming into his freshman year than what Pickett was. I mean, Pickett was just this gangly-looking kid on the JV team for Blackhawk Christian as a freshman, you know, who looked pretty intriguing when I watched him play against Tenley. Um, but I, I do think there's another there's another level there to Sisley's game that Pickett doesn't have just yet. So I can understand high majors not wanting to jump in with both feet. But man, he was pretty good in front of a lot of coaches there at, at uh, what's it called, Gamebridge, the state finals. Yeah, those mid majors need to pull that trigger. And the irony is, he's, you know, the the kid that he basically shut down was is going to Central Florida. Wouldn't that be so a pretty interesting? I think Joy would be happy to have him on his team. Yeah. This kid's going to shut me down for a half. You know, I might as well be on the same team as him. He was three for four from three in a game this weekend against you play. Canada. Yeah. So he's taking them and making them a little bit. What do we think about Sicily and uh, Harrelson offers to Notre Dame? Then Is that, are they are they in play now? I mean, it's a no brainer. Uh, I don't. I can see them both visiting. I don't know if they're in play yet, and just my opinion, but I can see them definitely vis- taking a visit up there at some point. Is that a reoffer or did? They not offer before. Mm, like offer to Notre Dame. Love to be yeah, able like to search sh- my database and tell you, but can't. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think Mike Bray ever extended an offer to either uh, one. Okay. No, I don't think so either. Gotcha. Well, they're south of US twenty. They don't really recruit Indiana. They do now. <laughs> <laughs> The game has changed. Well, Bray was the what the Massa guy, so he was a lot on the East Coast, right? Well, if you're Notre Dame, you've you've got that reach anyway, regardless of yeah, 
you, you get your choice of the New England prep school league. And, you know, if you want to go, I mean, they, they basically the, the favored school, you know, unless maybe kids want to go to UConn or something like that, but I mean, they're going to be able to roll into those types of situations. They're going to snag any good Catholic kid they can too. If they, if they, if one of them presents themselves. Right. There's a lot of that. It's not nearly as as prevalent as as it is with their football program, but there's a lot of there's just a lot of Notre Dame love that isn't necessarily geocentric. It's, I mean, it's not. I mean, football is much bigger, but but from a basketball perspective, they're they're going to have a lot of East Coast love no matter who's coaching there, as long as whoever's coaching there decides to recruit that area. He'll have an easier time getting kids going to Notre Dame from the East Coast than he than he than he will than he would have getting them to go to Penn State. But I think he had a pretty I think he had a decent group of kids from the East Coast at Penn State, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he recruited pretty well. He had some pretty hit, solid classes. Hitting Philly and I'd have to look at the roster. I, at this point, I'm just spitballing, but but they, um, man, Notre Dame would be able to draw from the East Coast regardless. But yeah, Bray having that Dematha connection is it didn't hurt. So it'll be interesting. It's funny because Braden, obviously Zach, he's still in our database because because the year he spent at West Lafayette, right. It, He's, you know, he he officially committed to Notre Dame today. Yeah, I, I think I think we're gonna f- see pretty soon Logan Iams do the exact same thing. I think the issue is there is just getting through Notre Dame's admissions process. Yeah, you know, I don't think there was any mystery on where Braden was gonna go to college. I was kind of surprised to see that see that graphic come through Twitter. It was like, oh wow, shocking. <laughs> see a shooting guard. Yeah. Or for a catch and shoot type of guy, right? Yeah, he can he can he's a movement guy too. He could come off a screen hit shot. But yeah, they're gonna they're gonna end up bringing in Burton, Shrewsbury, and Imes. Good trio. A lot more involved with Indiana than Bray. Yeah, well. Yeah, let's let's be fair a little bit though. Burton was already committed, and the two come the two that are coming in will be two that were already committed. But yeah, going forward, they definitely will be more involved in Indiana than what probably any coach before before has ever been. Right. You know, Bray hit some guy. I mean, Bray did recruit Indy every now and then. He got um, yeah, obviously got Chris Thomas. Come up from Pike. Um, Did you say Indy or Indiana? Indy. Indy, okay. Well, I mean, he had who was the kid that was at Penn that started out as a walk on? The big kid, Zach. Yeah, Austin, Torres. Austin, Torres, yeah. Torres, yeah. Who had a pretty good career. Demetrius Jackson. Yeah, I mean, so he's recruited Indiana, but again, that was that was my joke. Anything south of US twenty. Right, Blake Wesley, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, it's like he's. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying one, one, like, 
It's like Ken Fox is his recruiting coordinator for Indiana. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> Luke, Luke, Aaron, Goaty, Andrean. Was he go? Was he Goaty or was that Digger? No, it definitely wasn't Digger. Was like, oh God, Digger. Bray. Digger, <laughs> how old do you think Aaron Goody is? Digger, <laughs> Aaron Goody graduated in 2006. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I knew who he is. I just wasn't sure. I don't remember Digger. how long Bray's been around because I don't like Notre Dame. Well, Digger know, recruited but... my dad. So nice. Let's, let's get the Digger <laughs> Phelps. Let's get the Digger Phelps <laughs> timeline here. We're gonna get Digger Phelps pup for me, please. <laughs> he he quit coaching Notre Dame wasn't, in 1991. Uh... Okay, close. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't uh, there was a Fort Wayne guy, right? VJ, Sit, yeah, Beecham. oh yeah, Beecham, Beecham, Harding slash New Haven. That's right. Um, well, Jr. Kinesky's there now too, right? Kind of ish. Yeah, what, what's he doing in Notre Dame? Mm, no, but I don't know. Who? <laughs> I want Jr. Oh, Jr. Jr. So we can talk about this Tucker Day situation. It's all you, Jim. <laughs> no, it can't be all me. I'm not the one that brought it up. <laughs> He's, is he transferring to Can- Canterbury? I got a message that 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 was the case, but I don't like said I don't know if that's 100 confirmed. Okay, sources, sources, source, confirmed per sources. But is he? He is. Have we confirmed that he's not able to play for 365 days? I yeah, I would say that's confirmed. Okay. Well, hopefully, his people or anybody's people in this scenario, and we don't and we don't got to go into a whole lot of depth into it, but hopefully, when you get when you have a suspension, you, you can't transfer out of it. It follows you wherever you go. Nice to say. Well, I would say within any state association. Well, I'm just saying, like, if you would, if a kid was had the suspension but went to Bosco, correct. If he went to a right, if he went to a prep school, you know that what we would call a prep school, he would he would be able to get out of it, and you know. But like, if he were to go to an, uh, you know a school in Ohio, because he you know he in this case he plays for an Ohio AAU team. Um, if he would go to a school in right. Ohio, if he were to go to a school in Michigan, Illinois, or Kentucky, they would absolutely uphold the suspension, right? Because those state associations work together, and a lot of them, they have the same processes, and. You know, you just you, clearly he's not going to go to Canterbury and play unless we're right. unless there's something we're just missing. And if we're not missing it, then he wouldn't be leaving Homestead. What what's Canterbury look like coming back, Dominique? Where they, have at? A, they have a they have a nice guard. That plays uh, for a team that played here in Fort Wayne, TPE. Yep. Um, I know that's that's all I pretty much know about Canterbury coming back. I know he's going to be a senior point guard for him. He's who's a solid player for him, but 
Outside of that, I don't know much about him. And Tucker yeah, being, two being are they two A? I think they're two I think they're one. one I think a. they're one A. Yeah, I believe so. What uh, Devon Lewis is his name, or Devin Lewis for Devon Lewis is the point guard's name. You know, and him being a him being an incoming senior, obviously, given that circumstance, he's effectively done. Right. At the normal high school level. And that's not to say that you would begrudge anybody for taking a chance on him. I just hope that they have, they're not misinformed thinking that he's going to go to Canterbury and it's a private school and be able to play or something like that. Well, and he would get, it wouldn't hurt him. I mean, you think about the instance he starts the transfer process, he's going to find out. Yeah. You know, and, and even if it was something weird, it's not like you can't up and transfer to a prep school. You can't transfer to a prep school even, you know, as late as mid-September. Right. I mean, we've had situations like that with kids just simply moving and losing eligibility, and boom, they're gone. You know, they're and they show up at a prep school somewhere. And the stuff like that's weird. Now, that's – but I put that on the prep school more than I put that on the family. Antonio Lizenby lost that battle to play at North Central. You know, in October he ends up going to a prep school. And I don't, I don't begrudge the kid for for doing that. I, I, I think it's weird that the prep school, any school, would let a kid in like that, that late into the process. Not that I mean, he's a good kid. I'm just, you know, just the timing of it all. Weird time to be changing schools. Uh oh, you're looking at your phone, Dominic. We getting we getting the champ. We getting a Woj bomb? No, no. Okay. Just found something interesting here. Uh-oh. Dominique Scheffner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope. No. No breaking news. Are we wow. happy with? Are we happy with the Colt before we get into the weekend's games? Are we happy with the Colts? I I love the Colts. Oh boy. Drafted. Oh boy. We mean, oh boy, what is you not happy with it? I'm mixed. I like it. I thought they did a pretty good job draft overall. You're talking about the Bears or easy Bears suck. Don't even have the most athletic quarterback. Yeah, I like that. Was the funny thing yesterday? I was watching. Uh, who's their quarterback? Brett Mayer. Brett May. North Carolina, Brett May, yeah, yeah. Watching, watching highlights of him and all like half of his touchdown passes were to Josh Downs. I was like, cool, <laughs> great. <laughs> he's a steal. Yeah, I mean, I, he's, think, they, I think the knock yeah, on North him Western. is just he's just a size. He's a slot receiver, and and even in they a draft a, where there's nothing but slot receivers, they got a Northwestern defensive end, right? Um, Pass rusher. I guess he was like number thirty nine on the big board and dropped to like one hundred ten or whatever the Colts got him. Hmm. I like their draft. Yeah, I like I liked it a lot. I like Brents, the cornerback. 
I mean, I say I don't know. I don't know enough about these guys. I I listen to what I think are two very smart, two or three very smart podcasts. Um, that break this stuff down in in analytical ways. And I think I've kind of picked and cho- chosen a couple of people that I really trust and and haven't been let down yet so far for the last couple of years. And a lot of it's fantasy football talk too, so which I definitely need a lot of help on. Um, I have the same thing for the NBA draft too. So I, anytime Jay Kyle Mann speaks on the Ringer about a about a guy, listen to him. Felt the same way about sharks, uh, but he's since passed away with cancer. So their um, their new go to guy is a guy they had already brought in. Does a lot, did a lot of videos. A Kentucky guy, Ram, Brandon Ramsey would love, love him, uh, but but Jay Calman does an outstanding job. I, I I think we have, I think he has really good feel for who's good. Entering the NBA, that is. I saw something today where uh, I think the Seahawks said that they were really interested in taking Richardson at five. Did he fall into them? Yeah, I, I could see that with, you know, with their quarterback situation. I mean, as, as good of a year as he had, I still don't think that they, they feel like he's like super long-term. Um, I think what his new contract is just for two years. I can't. I, we we don't need to get too deep in the woods with the, into the weeds with with football talk. Um, hold on a second. Let me check there. Let's see what it is. Geno Smith's new contract was for doesn't say how many years. Oh, three years, two years guaranteed. So, so effectively two years, the way it works in the NFL. Yeah, I could see them doing that. But yeah, Will Levis dropping to the second round was pretty surprising. Him going to the Titans just seems like a perfect fit. I don't know. Yeah, I guess, but just because they were, they kept people kept comparing him to Tannehill. True, but I mean, and I didn't want Tana Hill being on the Colts, so I didn't. I mean, that's that's a pretty low ceiling. Rabel's got kind of a, you know, I don't know. Will Levis to me seems a little bit cocky in a way. So, and I think Rabel's, you know, made the Tennessee Titans organization a cocky one. So, now he, there's a couple of places I've I've got a couple of not good friends, but people that I've known for a while that are with NFL teams that Levis, the knock on him is, is they, some, I say some couple teams came away thinking he was pretty immature. Maybe, maybe, you know, that, that might be a way of saying it's, it crossed from cocky to arrogant, but the, but the word used was immature. And none of those people were the Colts. So I was just glad. I mean, I was from day one wanting Richardson. 
Well, I should say awesome. I was I was day one wanting Richardson if the Colts stayed at four. Let's let's be way more accurate about that. If if they felt like there was a gap between them, and then then trade up and get whoever they think set the bar. But if they stayed at four, I definitely wanted Richardson and, and got had the receipts to prove it. <laughs> did not want Levis. Not as badly as I didn't want the Colt, the Pacers taking TJ Leaf, but but did not want Levis. If yeah, that's a back. Yeah, I know. Well, it's always a fresh take. Just a horrible <laughs> pick. Um now if it would if it had gone to four quarterbacks in a row. Again, I, I then Levis would have been fine, I guess. I would have also been fine with them taking Will Anderson or um, who's the dude that from Georgia that – Jalen Carter. Yeah, got in a little bit of trouble. I'd have been more than yeah, fine still, with one of those two. Although defensive tackles – Still pending. Yeah, although defensive tackles is strength. I don't know that they would have needed a Jalen Carter, but – and some of the stories you read about that dude, that that thing was crazy. What happened to him? Oof. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of running slam, Arizona, <laughs> Arizona. Kyler was in Phoenix this past weekend watching the EYBL action. Right. That's what I was. EYBL was out there. Yep. How'd Session that go? Two. It was fine. Um. I mean, obviously, a lot of the, a lot of the IU guys are on out of state teams, so I mean, had to focus on them a little bit. I did watch Indy Heat seventeen U again, watch them struggle again. Um, I don't know, man. That that team, the chemistry <laughs> to me just looks a little bit off. Um, talking about the seventeen U Indy Heat team, um, a lot of one on one. I don't know. I mean, I, they definitely got the talent on the paper, you know to make, you know, make a run to get back into Peach Jam contention, but they really got to work on their chemistry, in my opinion, before they can, you know, get back on track. Pretty far off track. I don't know if they can get back. I know. Maybe. It's, it's, it's kind of sad to see because, like, you know, me being an Indiana guy, I want to root for, you know, Indy Heat, obviously. I want to see them do well. But um, I don't know. It's just it's very rough to watch, watch their style of play that they play with. You know, look, a lot of this is because they're so spread out. And stuff like this matters to me. I, I don't know how you build chemistry when you don't practice. You know, and I, and I know they have the one training camp weekend, and that's great. But Rome wasn't built. You think they need a warm-up tournament. You know, I think they need to get in that warm-up tournament before the first EYBL session. That's, 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 yeah, that's definitely an issue. I, but that, you know, we, we always did. I don't know. Maybe that was just me, but I'm just a big believer in practice. And, you know, even if it's getting, well, I just wouldn't have that many guys who couldn't get to practice. You know, we had a kid from Evansville who never missed a practice unless I made him basically told him to stay home. And that's pretty rare to get a kid that far. And then I've had kids, kid uh, Chase McFarland from Illinois, who lived near Decatur, Illinois, which is three hours away. Kid ended up going to Wake Forest. He 
played for us 17 and under, came to us out of the blue, and basically told him, I mean, the guys he was playing behind both ended up being Indiana All-Stars, so it wasn't like he was playing behind a couple of schleps, but but told him, if you can't make practice, you can't start. Said it wouldn't really affect your playing time or your role, but you know, you're not you know, you're not gonna be out there until you get to a point where you can where you can practice. And he was fine with that. He got to the first couple of weekends where we where we are you know, between the end of the, the high school season and the start of AAU where we're practicing, but then the the weeknight, the one night a week when everybody else is showing up but him, he just we just didn't start him. You know, and our fourth big man led the state in rebounding. So, you know, we had a, it was a good group. Two kids went to Southern Illinois and then him. And like I said, the Brandon, our fourth one, Brandon Mays went to St. St. Joe's, the Division II school that's no longer – that no longer exists. Who played who played well for any of the Indy Heat teams? We've already talked, we've already talked about Kellen Pickett. Anybody else stand? And, and Dominique, you watched some of the streams, right? Um Friday I did. I didn't see any any of the other ones. I was I was in the gym, but not looking at High school kids, some some family members playing, nieces and nephews, yeah, up here. But it looked like Micah Davis had a had a good weekend for him. Yeah, and every every game I've seen him play, he brings a lot of energy off the bench. And the one game I think it was actually, I think it was the Friday night game potentially uh, against Team Final. I think he he had a pretty nice, pretty good game for him, um, making some plays defensively. Um, Scoring, you know, he just had a lot of assists, rebounds. He just kind of, kind of did a lot for him off the bench. Uh, so I think he's, and I think he had a 16 point game as well this past weekend. So I think he had a good weekend. Yeah, I would agree with that. It seems like to me, out of the Indiana kids on Indy, on Indy Heat, it seems like he might be the more consistent one so far. I think you can maybe make that argument. Well, he's probably the one that's. Him and Harrelson, I don't know about the out-of-state kids, but him and Harrelson are probably the, the two kids that are good with the ball, you know, and, and can get downhill and can, you know, and again, I don't know about the out-of-state kids, so. I would, I would say on that team, they're the only two, honestly. Yeah, I mean, you see a lot of instant, and I, it, you know, again, a lot of it is just style of play and. And and preference versus function. The, the spread to floor do him offense is just not my cup of tea. But again, it goes back if you don't if you don't practice, how are you gonna have any sort of how are you gonna have any continuity on offense? But anybody on their their fifteen year olds didn't go to Phoenix, did they? No. No, they were out there, weren't they? Or... I'm pretty sure they were. Were they? Yeah. Okay. Did Did you watch them at all, Kyler? I did not. I didn't. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Kyler. No, I I didn't get a chance to. I definitely got to watch them this weekend. I do. Yeah, they're on my they're on my list this weekend. Are we all going to be at Running Slam this weekend? Yes. 
Team Let Party. Go. Let's go. Let's go. Odd podcast. Yeah. <laughs> from, from Hotel Moreland, the Moreland Ranch. <laughs> see if we, we can set up a corner. See if we can set yeah. up a studio. I'll be there Saturday and Sunday. Saturday afternoon and Sunday. Okay. All right. I plan to be there all day Saturday. So what I, that's what it's looking like for me too. I'll be we'll there see. Friday. I'll get up there Friday like right at six thirty. Is that the first tip? Yeah, I believe so. I always and like then, the Friday night of Rock Slam. And then I'll be there all day Saturday. And at least first couple games on Sunday. I'm not committing to the full day because by then definitely be seeing teams. Any anybody I see on Sunday will be a team that I haven't seen before. I w- I would think. Unless there's just a juicy matchup waiting to be happening, waiting to happen. But Tell you what, the games I saw this week were were, were good. It was um Grand Park's 15-year-old team didn't go to wherever the hell Under Armour was this past weekend. And so I got a chance to watch Noah Smith from Plainfield play again. He's got a chance, man. 6'5 and long and shoots it well. He 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 looks he looks like uh um God, my brain is just my brain is so mush these days. I'm trying to remember guys. Um, <laughs> hold on a second. He physically reminds me of um, I'll get it here in a minute. Can't anticipation. Yeah, I know. It's it's gonna be disappointing probably. <laughs> can't remember his last name Michael Bridges good lord I kept wanting to say Michael Johnson I know that wasn't right Mikel Bridges for Brooklyn Mikel, okay that's gotcha. exactly who he reminds me of Mikel Bridges Just that's long and gangly and probably a late bloomer physically got a nice shot he doesn't shoot it consistently yet from the three-point line but he, he's I've seen him hit it Definitely shoots the shoots it well inside the arc. Not not necessarily off the dribble. If he gets off the dribble, he's getting to the basket. If he could find that play, if he could find that playmaker mode where he's finding people, he just he just makes a lot of the game look easy. Pretty smooth, kind of glides. I've sent Coach Weaver a couple texts. Getting Coach Weaver all excited. Kids playing well, and from all from by all accounts, he's looking good in their in their spring stuff too. So, I'm glad it's not just summer. I'm glad it's not just you know the AAU scene because a lot of times that stuff doesn't translate. I mean, not a lot, but sometimes you said this translate. this kid's from this kid's from Plain, Plainfield. Plainfield, yeah. What what grade? Freshman. 
six five long yeah not 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 a great class probably not even as strong as 2024 but he's he's one he's one of them You know, and he's going to get better playing for Weave at Plainfield. And then my 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 ta- Bronte Johnson story. I mean, his athleticism for right now he looks like a football player who's good at basketball. He's not super fluid. Off the ball, he doesn't. You can see the gears grinding. Like he's trying to figure out what he's supposed to do, but doesn't quite know what to do without the basketball. But it's not like he's just standing around. He's sort of itching to make the next play. It's kind of funny watching him play because he is, he's just bundled up energy and he likes, I like he plays hard. When he's, when it's go time, and I mean that, I mean possession by possession, he plays hard. He doesn't really take any plays. It's not like he's after taking plays off. But there's times on offense where he's just supposed to space or or maybe he's not. He just doesn't know what he's supposed to do without the basket. I mean, it's just he gets – he looks like he's getting ready – like he's revving up his engines ready to explode. But he had a play this weekend where kind of closed out a little bit, a little bit on discipline. The guy got by him. Not all the way by him, but definitely got him on his hip. And he caught up and passed him, beat into the spot. This is all in the half court. This isn't in transition where you got more room. This is like two steps, and he's back in front of this guy. And he got he got decently squared up enough where at least the referee bought into it. It was close. The kid just bounced off his chest, <laughs> fell to the ground, <laughs> and he and he didn't he didn't even budge, and he got the offensive foul called. <laughs> On the other kid, <laughs> it looked like the kid ran into a brick wall, and he 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 basically started that play from behind. <laughs> um, but when he's really locked in defensively, and and a lot of times when he's not locked in, he's staring at the ball. So anything involving the basketball and defense, he's his athleticism pops, and you can tell his his you know he he's naturally a a safety a wide receiver safety. I think Notre Dame's looking at him to be a safety, but you can kind of tell when watching him play defense, it's like he's in the passing lanes. He's reading mm-hmm. stuff at the game, yes. at the games that I've been to. The bad thing is with basketball, not everybody starts in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, sure. so, sometimes, you know, the people who are behind you, the, the people who end up behind you don't necessarily start in front of you. He, he's, he can get back cut. He can get beat a little bit. But it, it was that that play specifically, I think, summed up. You know, he's trying to make a play, probably over a little, a little out over his skis a little bit, but still has the athleticism to to make a play and has the strength. This kid literally just bounced off of him, and and he and he drew the foul as the defender. It was it was glorious. It was funny to watch. Um. But he, uh, boy, if he had a, if he had a consistent jump shot, 
it would be it'd be interesting what what could have been. I mean, he's still a good I basketball, think- good basketball player, but man, it's hard to turn down skill position at, at a high as a high major. I think yeah, I think if you say consistent shot, I think his handle as well that was a little bit more consistent as well. But man, if he gets downhill, he is he's hard to if he gets a clear path to the rim, he's it's hard to mess with. He can finish it right at the rim. He can take contact, obviously, with his strength and athleticism, body control, and finish. So definitely, uh, definitely hard to deal with around here in Fort Wayne. Let's see. Anything else out in, in Phoenix stand out, or Dominic? Did you see anything on stream this weekend that stood out to you? Um, no, the, I watched, you know, the stream I was watching, I watched that, like I said, that Friday night, but then I was watching some of the all-star stuff. So the, the Hoosier classic there in Knightstown and then the Nancy Ream stuff here in Fort Wayne. So nothing, none of the like 2024 guys, more of the 2023 all-star games. Cool. All right. Well, Zach, you got anything? I don't think so. Not relevant to this. No. No. How's the girls' soccer? How was? Yeah. Amazing. How was? <laughs> we're doing. We're doing really well right now, actually. Nice. My coaching career starting on Saturday morning. Uh oh. Oh boy. Soccer. Yeah. Let's go. Head coach, not assistant, Zach. Ah. Uh. Oh, stepping I don't, need to, I don't need too much to be too much too much time. <laughs> too much pressure. Too much pressure. Too yeah, much pressure. pressure. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> All those girls crying because Zach. Yep. <laughs> Why does coach suck? <laughs> All right. Well, this is the shortest pot. No, it's not actually. We're pushing an hour, man. Hour. That's a, that's a perfect time. Good. Yeah, it's good stuff. All right. Well, we're, we'll we're, we'll we'll be good. We're getting out of here. So basically, all we're we're all going to end up at Run Slam this weekend. Yes. Come say Absolutely. hi, coaches. Come say hi. We'll have autograph Oops. signing between. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Between what? Who's signing? That's <laughs> part of the quadcast. We there are no autograph there are no autographs. <laughs> yeah, we'll be we'll have a booth set up. Yep. <laughs> Photo booth and everything. Yeah. Meet and greet. Bring cookies. <laughs> I'll have the almond milk. Be ready to go. <laughs> almond milk is awesome. Don't knock it. I can't drink it. I'm allergic to it. Really? Because yeah, the nuts? nuts? Ooh. You yep. can knock it now. All right. Unless you're allergic to nuts, you can't <laughs> knock the almond milk. Disclaimer. All right, guys. We'll see each other this weekend, and good job this week. See everybody.